Welcome back to the Never Adulting Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Huckabee. And Ryan is not here today. I'll be going solo, so if he's your favorite host, then I suggest you listen to a different podcast. But if I'm your favorite host, then take off your pants and let's get wild. (laughs) Uh, Ryan is back anytime. Uh, You know, I wanted to mention that this podcast will be back weekly. So if Ryan wants to come on here and there, he's more than welcome to. If he wants to do a, a farewell uh, episode, uh, we can do that as well. But uh, this podcast is continuing, and it will be back. And it will be back weekly. All right. On today's spooky Halloween episode, I'll be discussing some different uh, haunted houses throughout America, as tomorrow is Halloween. I'm going to be discussing the Terrifier movies and the Chucky series, and I'm going to be ending the episode by bringing up the band Manchester Orchestra, as I just recently saw them live. All right, let's go ahead and jump on to the uh, haunted houses. The first house is the uh, Villisca Axe Murder House, located in Villisca, Iowa. As the name suggests, this house in small-town Iowa was once the site of a shocking crime. On the morning of June 10th, 1912, Mary Peckham noticed that her neighbors hadn't been doing their chores in the yard as was their norm. And in fact, the house was unusually quiet. Upon further investigation, ooh, she did some investigating, uh, Peckham found the Moore family of six, plus two overnight guests, dead in their beds, having been brutally murdered by Axe. While theories over the murders abound, the truth remains a mystery, and no one was ever convicted of this crime. The home is now open to visitors, including an option to stay overnight. Uh, The overnight guests report hearing mysterious children's voices, ooh, spooky, door slamming, and unexplained shadows that seem to follow people around the dark hallways. So I actually looked it up, and to stay overnight is uh, $428 for a group up to six. And if you bring more than six, uh, it's only seventy-five buck uh, for a person after, uh, after six people. Uh, you know, at this being October thirtieth, tomorrow was booked, uh, but there were some dates in November. So, uh, point being is that it's not totally booked for years to come. There are some openings pretty quickly. If you want to do that, that sounds pretty fun. I would. I think I'm gonna try to convince Cindy to do that. <laughs> All right, the next one, uh, the Hot Mansion, Hoyt, in uh, Bush Park, Michigan. This place was a brothel for wealthy men looking for some sexy time. After it shut down years later, uh, they say that several dead bodies were found in the cellar, each with a perfect circle on their torso. Uh, no killer was found, and no explanation was uh, explained. <laughs> Uh, regarding uh, these dead bodies in this mansion. Yeah, here's a good one. The LaLaurie House in New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, Dr. Louis LaLaurie and his wife Daphne 
moved into their mansion in New Orleans' uh, French Quarter in 1832. They were known for their extravagant dinner parties and an impressive social, social circle. But while, uh, but while their friends knew them as the very uh, model of society's finest, the couple had a dark and twisted secret life. Ooh. The family's lifestyle was kept up by many slaves, and Mrs. LaLaurie was particularly cruel. She kept her cook chained to the kitchen fireplace, and neighbors noticed a constant stream of new slaves entering the home with no explanation about what happened uh, to their prede predecessors. In 1834, a fire broke out, and the firefighters discovered a horrific scene in the attic. Seven slaves starved, chained to the walls, and in various positions indicating torture. When LaLaurie's crimes became public, she disappeared and was never heard from again. But the same can be said for her victims. For almost 200 years, there have been reports of paranormal activity in the mansion, including uh, hearing footsteps and reports of moaning in the rooms where Miss LaLaurie kept her slaves. Mm. Alright, this next one uh, you're all probably pretty familiar with. As they've written books, uh, there's been multiple movies made. Uh, this one is the Amityville House in Long Island, New York. On December 13, 1974, 23-year-old Ronald J. DeFeo uh, Jr. shot and killed his entire family while they slept in their beds, including his two parents and four siblings. Ronald confessed to the murders and was sentenced to 25 years to life. Just a year later, George and Kathleen Lutz jumped at the chance to, uh, to buy the, uh, the house for a bargain. They lived there for just one month before leaving in a hurry. And the story of what they experienced in those 28 days has been the subject of, of much speculation, including inspiring the book um, and film versions of the Amityville Horror, as I just uh, mentioned. <laughs> the Lutz family claimed they were awoken every morning at 3.15 a.m., which they uh, later learned was the, uh, was the time of the uh, DeFeo murders. Their children, they say, began sleeping on their stomachs, just as the dead Ifeo children were found. Uh, they reported a plethora of smells, sounds, and unexplained occurrences, including green slime oozing from the walls. Many of these details have been questioned, but the Lutz family insists that the house gruesome history haunts it to this day. Uh, pretty good movies. Check them out, if you haven't. Uh, the next one, The Red Lion Inn in Massachusetts. The Red Lion Inn in uh, Stockbridge has seen the likes of many paranormal investigations and mediums. The fourth floor, in particular, has been said to have the most activity. Uh, both cleaning staff and guests have claimed to see a ghostly young girl carrying flowers and a man in a top hat. Guests have uh, also been said to be awoken to the feeling of someone standing over them at the foot of the bed. Oof. Yeah, the sounds is, you know, the seeing a man in a top hat, young girl with flowers is, is one thing, but feel someone standing over you. Oof, I don't know about that. <laughs> All right, this next one, the Crescent Hotel and Spa in Arkansas. Formerly a uh, cancer-curing hospital in the 1930s, uh, considered on the most haunted, oh, it, it is considered one of the most haunted hotels in the world. Visitors are said to have experienced chilling, tingling touches, unusual shadows, and whispers throughout their stay. 
Common ghost sightings include Michael, an Irish uh, stonemason who fell to his death near room 218 when building the hotel, and Theodora, a patient who fumbles for her keys outside room 418. So, yeah, if you go to this hotel, you'll, you could see uh, Theodora and the Irish dude who... Oh, jeez, could you imagine falling to your death while building a freaking skyscraper hotel? <laughs> nope. All right. Uh, my last one here, the Hollywood Roosevelt in Los Angeles. Uh, if you're staying at this boutique hotel, famous these days for its trendy poo parties, and you hear the faint sound of a trombone, it might just be the ghost of actor uh, Montgomery Cliff. Many visitors to the Roosevelt have supposedly heard his tune and have also spotted the ghost of Marilyn Monroe in the mirror of her own uh, suite. Ooh, could you imagine putting on some foundation and the Marilyn Monroe just pops up in the mirror? <clears throat> I don't know if that'd be... I mean, if she looked like she did back in her uh, days, then it wouldn't be too scary. All right, let's jump into uh, the uh, movie segment. I'm continuing the uh, spooky Halloween trend. We're going to talk about Terrifier. There have been two movies made, the first one in 2016, the second one in 2020, and a third one has been confirmed for 2024, and I am excited. <clears throat> Terrifier is uh, about Art the Clown, is a miming clown who likes to terrorize Anyone he comes across. Oh, you think Saw and Hostel were gory? Oh, come on. You haven't seen anything yet. I think the first Terrifier is pretty gory. It's, it's, it's a good one. But I think Terrifier 2 is probably the goriest movie I've ever seen. And to back that up, I have a quote from Screen Rant. The controversy around Terrifier 2 stems from the extreme level of violence and sadism depicted in the bedroom scene, with reports of viewers fainting and vomiting. Now, I don't want to give too much away, uh, but the bedroom scene is he's... He pretty much broke this these girl, this girl's limbs and then skinned her alive. Uh, yeah, it did not make me... Faint or vomit. I have been known to faint in movies, uh, but I did not in this one. And yeah, I I watched it, and it's probably the goriest scene I've ever seen in my life. So that's from Terrifier 2. So that quote alone should get you excited to go see that. Uh, this stars David Howard Thornton as Art the Clown. Some fun facts. Uh, David Howard Thornton was the sixth person who auditioned for Art the Clown. During the audition, he began miming. Uh, he began miming, tasting his beheaded victim, victim's blood, and then added salt to it to improve the flavor. This is what won him the role. So he's pretty much, you know, he's acting like, in the audition, he acted like he killed someone, and then he's dipping his fingers in the blood and then pretending to, to eat it and lick it. So, yeah, that's how, that's how he got it. Um, again, it's all miming, so... <laughs> Michael Gallini, the original Art the, Art the Clown in All Hallows Eve from 2013, decided not to reprise his role due to how long it would take to apply the heavy prosthetics and makeup. Yeah, if you look at Art the Clown, he's 
he's painted in all white. His ma his face paint is all white um, with black, but his teeth are very black and bloody as well. So, yeah, I can only imagine it took a while for that. As I mentioned, Terrifier 3 should be out sometime in 2024. So check those out. If you like scary movies, gory movies, Halloween movies, Terrifier 1 and 2 are are great. It's Like I said, it's probably the goriest movie movies I've ever seen, especially Terrifier 2. That bedroom scene is... Alright, now let's talk about Chucky the series. Uh, it started in 2021, and it's on its third season. Uh, third season just came out, actually. Chucky is back, baby. <laughs> this isn't a remake. This is set in present day. Chucky is bought at a suburban yard sale and soon starts to turn that it soon starts to turn that town upside down by murdering and exposing the town's secrets. So I was pretty excited to start watching this as I am a fan of the movies. However, uh, I thought it might be a little cheesy. You know, it's a show uh, about Chucky. Uh, you know, I thought it might be a little cheesy as sometimes when they try to make a show into, or I'm sorry, a movie into a show, it can be cheesy or maybe a video game. I, for instance, I started uh, Twisted Metal, the show, based on the game, and that that is a little cheesy. Uh, however, this is not. This is this is pretty good. It they provide flashbacks. Andy, the boy in the movies, is is also in it. He's not the lead or anything, but he does make appearances. And I looked it up. It's it is the same actor. <laughs> pretty good. Check it out. Uh, starring Jennifer Tilly, who was in the movies. Uh, as Tiffany. Zachary Arthur is the lead who buys Chucky and also starring Heartthrob, Devin Sawa. You guys remember him? Uh, the Little Giants. He was Casper at the end when he turned into the boy. Uh, now and Then, Wild America, Idle Hands, SLC Punk, Final Destination. Oof. Uh, but yeah, he's in it as well. So find that on Peacock. Alrighty, my last segment, I just wanted to bring up the band Manchester Orchestra. I recently saw them live, and it was fantastic. Uh, their live performance sounds just like their albums. Andy Hull's voice is truly, truly, truly amazing. Uh, they are an indie rock band that formed in 2004. Andy Hall, lead singer, songwriter, and lead guitarist, is the only um, original member left. They now have six studio albums. Mean Everything to Nothing is probably my favorite. Uh, please, please, if you haven't listened to them, give them a try. Uh, Andy Hull's voice is just one of my favorites, and you'll be shocked at how good at singing he is. If you like music, indie music, with a very good singer, then check them out. Manchester Orchestra. All right, everyone. Uh, next week, I will have some guests on, Andrew and Lydia Buscato, to talk about their cold brew coffee. I will be jumping into the journey of porn and its industry. <laughs> so uh, be excited for that. This podcast will now be back weekly. Send me your stories, uh, neveradultingpodcast at gmail.com. Text me, call me, leave me a voicemail, any way to get a hold of me to say, Kyle, I got this great sex story for you. I'm all here for it, so please reach out. All right, everyone. Enjoy your Halloween and... Uh, Fuck off.